Hello, and welcome to the Leader Life Podcast. I'm Brittany Watson, the host of the Leader Life Podcast, and you're currently listening to episode number five. I want to talk about insecurities today. Um, For a lot of you that do not know me, insecurities and being insecure, uh, it played a major part of my journey. Thank God that I am not bound by that stuff. You can't tell me nothing nowadays. Of course, full of humility, of course. Um, (laughs) But it played such a major part in who I was growing up and who um, I felt like the enemy tried to cripple me to be. So growing up, of course... Um, I was super active, super social. So I didn't even know that insecurities was my portion. I didn't even know that I was insecure. Um, I think I'm only able to process those insecurities and how insecure I actually was the older that I get. And I begin to reflect and see in different situations and different scenarios um, how insecurities play such a major part. So, of course, in puberty, we would you get uh, you start puberty like 13, 14 years old. Um, I began to develop severe acne. Um, I think that I've already always had a very sensitive skin. So even beyond just acne and acne breakouts, like my skin is so sensitive and was so sensitive that I can literally walk inside of a building, walk inside of a McDonald's or any other place. I don't rock with McDonald's now, but (laughs) I can literally walk into those places and my skin will be inflamed and it was just the weirdest thing ever to grow up and have to experience that. So of course that allowed me or that made me and pushed me into a place of being extremely insecure. Now, when I was in high school, we didn't do the makeup stuff. We didn't do the weave stuff. Like that was something that is like, Ooh, you don't wear your natural hair. Like we kind of look frowned down upon that. Of course, now it's a totally different ball game. These 13 year olds are out here with 20 inches of weave in their hair, but that wasn't our story. Um, growing up, we kind of embraced the natural parts of who we were. Um, so my first time even wearing makeup, I believe it was my senior prom. And I think that that started something that like there, there was no (laughs) returning from. So I, I got my makeup done for senior prom. And I think from that moment, I probably never stopped wearing makeup up until now. Um, I began to journey with makeup. Like it was my best friend. Like, what you mean? I can cover this blemish up. I can cover this part up. So I thought growing up, it's like, no, that's probably not the best thing that you should have been doing. Um, But I I literally gravitated towards makeup. I gravitated towards these things, even towards weave. I began to embrace weave. Um, I never wore weave up until college, but then I started to wear weave and it became a thing. And it became a thing so much so that I I, I did not even like myself without these things. Like you wouldn't find me without 20 inches of weave in my hair. You wouldn't find me without caked up makeup. Yes, I said caked up because let me tell you something. I had no clue even how to apply it back then. It was just about concealing so many things. Um, And it's really sad. And so I would walk around and I even look at pictures now and I'm like, girl, you look stupid. And nobody even told you how bad you were out here, but you thought you was the flyest thing walking. Um, But I begin to just begin to conceal all that I was because of my ignorance and not fully understanding how the things that I ate and the things that I 
partaked in or partook in um, affected my outward. It affected my skin. It affected my hair growth. It affected so much about me. And so I grew up and I was so insecure. And of course, with those insecurities, it caused me to open up my life to sin, open up my life to just traumatic experiences that I personally feel that if I wasn't as insecure, I probably would have never entered into um, just being promiscuous and just being a person that I feel that God had never intended for me to be. Thank God upon giving my life to Jesus. Best thing because it changed everything. Not only am I not insecure, not just in appearance, but about anything about myself, but I am confident in who God has created me to be. And I think it's so crazy because now we live in an era. We live in a time of social media. Social media is like a blessing and a curse all in the same thing. Of course, there's benefits, there's networking, there's exposure, there's money. Um, there's so much um things or access that social media gives us. There's so much knowledge that social media gives us. But in the same regard, we have to look at images all day long. We have to look at stories based upon images and people and posting. And for the insecure, this can be a very, 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 very dangerous platform. Social media, Instagram, Facebook, phenomenal platforms. Um, I think that, like I said, I believe they're extremely beneficial. But if you're not careful, you can easily slip into a place of not just competition, but a place of insecurity. So I talk to a lot of teenagers, a lot of younger girls, and Social media is not that good for them. Like they even talk about like, oh, I see all these beautiful people online and their bodies are this and their faces are that and their butts are this and all of this stuff. And what what is happening to our culture and specifically, I know that this podcast is not just for black women, but what is happening to the black woman is that we're trying to morph into something that I don't believe God has called us to morph into. You look at Snapchat, Snapchat filters. Those filters are are literally, um, I would say, geared towards more of a lighter skin tone or more of a, a, a different dem- demographic than we are as black women. So sometimes you put on the, the filter and it makes your nose skinnier or makes your lips plumper, not plump as, as we have natural black fat lips, not like that, but it's like an injection type of thing. And I think that social media is causing for us to unknowingly get into a place of being insecure. I see the most beautiful women. Um, they're just naturally beautiful, but then they always have to s- uh, put a, a Snapchat filter on, or you always have to edit this to make it look like that. Like this was literally me a few years ago. I wouldn't post a picture without it being filtered up like I was filter up shoddy okay <laughs> but nowadays first of all I barely post pictures because I'm kind of busy and that's if I'm posting it's of my daughter um but second of all I begin to reflect like you post all these pictures to look a certain type of way but the people that are around you they see who you really are they see what your face and how the structure of your body actually is it's so sad that we've gotten to the place that we have to lighten up our skin complexion or we have to poker up our lips or even the snapchat the the filters that even changes your eye colors like this stuff has made us give into a place of self-hatred so much And listen, 
by all means necessary, I want, I believe that it's the will of God for us all to feel confident, for us all to be secure in how we are built. But here's the thing. Most people who post pictures and have all these filters and, you know, have to change everything about them, who have to feel like you have to wear weave, you have to do these things, which I said was me. Nowadays, I wear my natural hair in a second um, for those. Now, of course, if I'm going to an event or something, then, I, you know, I get done up. But for the most part, I am barefaced, um, hair pulled back. Just super chill because I've gotten to the place that I understood and I understand that literally this stuff is so minute. <laughs> like a pimple on your face is so minute. A blemish on your face is so minute. We have people that are literally on on life support and on um breathing uh, assistance and we're 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 so wrapped up about what we look like. There's people that that wish that they can look in the mirror, but they're blind because they can't even see. And I know like this stuff is so extreme, but social media has gotten us to the place that we're majoring in so much minor in so many minor things. So we have this big thing. That's this, this colorism thing. And it blows my mind that this is even still a situation. This is even still a reoccurring um, um, conversation, but colorism it's crazy because even in the definition of colorism is literally a prejudice um, and or like a, di a discrimination between the same ethnic group of people. So as black women or as Hispanics or as white women, you begin to build discriminations and prejudice based upon your same people, which further brings a divide. So in the black culture, we have the blacks, the dark skin versus light skin old freaking news like super old news um but it's really this conversation this war on skin has caused so many people to go into this insecure place so you have you have lighter skinned people who's like I'm beautiful and I'm the bomb just because I'm light skinned and then like colorism has told darker skinned people that you're not beautiful because your skin tone is darker it's crazy so for me I feel like I'm in between. Some days I'm dark skinned, some days I'm light skinned. It literally depends on the day and it depends on how the sun decided to hit my forehead that day. Like, you know, so I feel that I'm in between. But even with those who are caramel, even the, with those who feel like they're just a middle brown skin, um, skin tone, even that has developed different type of insecurities. Like, I feel that even the war that people, even with me to this day, people try to say, well, no, I have people that say, no, you dark skin. And then I have people that say like, no, you're, you are, you're lighter or you're caramel. And that I'm like, this tug of war has caused so much insecurities because it's like, okay, what the heck am I? Am I middle? Like, am I, you know, it just, it creates unnecessary insecurities it creates unnecessary conversations I'm a firm believer that your color does not define you the, the the pigment of your skin does not define all that's within you at the end of the day what truly matters is your character is what's actually inside and I'm not trying to be a motivational preacher but I'm trying to get us to realize and understand that you may unknowingly have embraced colorism and 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 have unknowingly stepped into this role or postured yourself in this way. I believe I've seen some of the most dark chocolate women that are phenomenal. I mean, their skin is flawless. 
Um, like it's just the skin just radiates. And then I've seen some lighter skin women that have the same attributes or carry the same thing. I've seen some dark light skin women who are, you know, may have jacked up skin or may have, it's, it's just like, listen, listen, let's stop this conversation. Colorism is dividing us. Colorism is causing us to further go into places of insecurity, further, further causing us to be in competition with the next woman. I don't care if you're black, white, Puerto Rican, light skin, dark skin, Pale skin, pink skin, even we got orange skin. Listen, it does not matter. What matters is, are you your type? That's what matters. Do you like yourself? At the end of the day, the only thing that matters is how much you like yourself. Because we have social media, we have people that have created a standard of what beauty looks like, but at the end of the day, you can do all this work, you can put on all this makeup, you can put on all this weave, and still hate yourself. I asked you a question today, are you your type? Do you like yourself? Now, of course, as women and as human, there's always things that we would like to be better. So you have a baby. Listen, I had a baby. I gained over 50 something pounds. I had to work to get that off. So I'm not saying that you there's not things that you want to change about yourself in regards to you being being a healthier being. I think those things are phenomenal. I think we should work out. I think we should change our diet because at the end of the day, our diet not only affects the weight, but it affects your skin. It affects how things grow. It, it affects the heart of your health. It affects so many things. So I'm not saying that you have to be at the place that you think that you're perfect. Absolutely not. I got flaws. I understand my flaws. But what I'm saying is we got to get to the place that we like, listen, I understand that I have flaws, but I understand that those flaws don't fully define me. All I can do as a woman and all I can do as a human is work on those things that I want to work on and embrace myself. Because if I'm not my own type, I cannot expect me to be no one else's type. For us single women, if you don't like what you look at in the mirror, you can't expect a man to come about and like everything about you that you hate about you. For the married women, you can't hate yourself hate the person that you see in the mirror and then expect your husband to be, to give you all of the confidence and, and to feed you all of this hype. No, are you your type? We got to get to the place that is like, I rock with myself. I understand I got flaws. Yeah, I might got a blemish every now and then. So what? I rock with me. And we got to get to the place that we embrace ourselves. So what? Your hair made me down your back. But then you may have some neck biter hair. That's cool. Embrace you. Do what you need to do to feel confident in, in you. But here's the thing. We can't always look to these external things to make us feel confident. We got to get to the place that it's like you can take your someone out. You could go get your hair blow dry or you can wear that natural flow fro and you feel as confident as you feel when you have someone else's hair in your head. Or you can take off 20 pounds of makeup and look in the mirror and actually like yourself equivalent or not, if, if not better than when you have all that stuff added to you. This is where we have to get. We got to get to the place that we like ourselves. And sometimes for people who may have dealt with trauma or dealt with whatever, childbirth or whatever, sometimes you got to redefine what beauty looks like to you. It doesn't matter how long it takes you to get there as long as you get there. Get to the place that you become your type, that you can look in the mirror and say, I look good. 
And this is not from a vain place, but this is from a place that I feel like we've overly religion, uh, religionized. That's not even a word, but we've made things overly spiritual, overly religious. We are beautiful, but it doesn't matter how much I tell you you're beautiful. It doesn't matter how much someone else tells you you're beautiful. If you don't think you're beautiful, it doesn't matter. You got to get to the place that you rock with yourself you like your flaws you like the flab you like you know not even if you don't like the flab but you're doing okay you do what is necessary to get the flab together okay you go do your 3,000 crunches you go to the gym you run you you change up your diet but it doesn't it doesn't but those things I feel like we should be postured at a place that is not like I want to do better because I hate myself but I want to do better so I can live a longer life I think it's all about perspective. I think it's all about perspective, uh, um, perspective and perception because we've gotten to the place that we feel that perfect looks a certain type of way. Perfect looks like a Coke bottle, flat stomach, five, five, five with brown eyes, smile like the sunrise. Like, I mean, we've created perfect looking like you got to have this type of hair. Um, you got to be mixed. You got to have cur like We've created and we've allowed culture to tell us what beauty looks like and what the standard of beauty actually is. At the end of the day, screw all of that. Do you think you're beautiful? Are you your type? Do you uh, look in the mirror and actually enjoy what you see? There are times when I will look in the mirror and I'm like, let me not stand too close because I'm not even trying to see that bump. Like, I don't even want to see this blemish. I don't even want to see this stuff. But now I look forward to an event being over so I can just be free. I can wash all the crap off my face. Not that I don't like it because I do rock with makeup. I love a good makeup artist. I love all of that stuff. But I feel that it's no longer like I do it for um, security. I don't wear makeup because I feel like I'm ugly without it now. I used to. I used to wear makeup because I felt like I was ugly without it. Nowadays, I wear makeup because I like it, because I feel like putting it on, or because I want a little, you know, I'm going out. I want to be super duper done up, super duper dramatic. But we got to get to the place that this stuff don't define us. If they took away, if, if we couldn't go to China and get no more weave, would you still like yourself? If the Altas and the Sephoras and I don't know, all of these other places, the Max, if all of those shut down, would you go into a deep depression? I remember there were times that I couldn't even go to an event. I had to have my makeup back with me. I'm like, yeah, because if something shifts, you know, I don't want nobody to see this. Nowadays, I do my makeup one time and I leave. I'm not taking nothing else with me. It is what it is. What you see is what you're going to get. This is how we have to get to the place. Now, for some of us, it's a journey. It's a journey. It's a journey when um, maybe you grew up and people didn't affirm your beauty. It's going to be a journey, but you just have to commit to the journey of understanding and allowing yourself to like you, to be your own type. We often have a list of, you know, for single people or even before you were married, you like, okay, this man, I like him. He got to have this. He got to be light skinned. You know, some of us, we like the chubby. Some of us, we like the skinnies. He got to have a beer. He got to be bald. Hair. Like we have all of this stuff. But at the end of the day, and it's like, all of these lists are so phenomenal. All the things that you want are so phenomenal. But what's more, what's even more phenomenal is if you actually like yourself as much as you list what you will like in someone else. Are you your type? Are you your type? Are you covering up 
who God has called you to be? Are you covering up that blemish that may bless somebody else? Like it's the simplest things. Are you so insecure that you're masking all of your real identity? And like I said, this is not a knock to make up because I rocks with it. However, my posture and your posture should not be, I need this to make me feel beautiful. That's the wrong posture. We are beautiful. We got to get to the place that we like, like ourselves without anything extra because God made no mistakes. He made no mistakes in the skin sensitivities. He made no mistakes in the, the texture of your hair. He made no mistakes. And so oftentimes when we're like, I don't like this about me, we're really, we're, we pretty much saying like, God, you didn't do a good job. You didn't do well. When he said that he's beautifully created us, we like, yeah, but you ain't do a good job. Are you your type? And I just challenge you guys, as you hear this, just begin to reflect on your life. Like, are you masking who you are? Do you actually like you? And I know that I talked a lot about physical appearance, but even inwardly, do you like the friend that you are or are you concealing it? Do you like your personality or don't or, or are you comparing it to someone else's because you see that someone else's personality has given them a little bit more clout or given them a little bit more influence? Do you like you? Are you your type? And I truly believe that the moment that we can become our types, the moment that we can truly embrace our flaws, the ins, the outs, the good and the bad of who we are is the moment that we will begin to see the hand of God push us into greater levels of just everything are you your type thank you guys for listening I hope that this was a blessing to you if you're tuning in do me a favor take a picture while you're listening tag leader life and Brittany V Watson on Instagram let's get some reviews I've been thinking I've been super grateful for those who have been writing reviews who have been sharing on your insta story I hope that it's a blessing um I thank you guys for the support and not only do I want you to support me but I want you to actually grow from these conversations let these podcasts start a conversation inside of you that will change your life forever until next time I hope you have a phenomenal day be blessed bye-bye Thank you for tuning into the Leader Life podcast. Please follow us on all social media platforms at Leader Life and visit our website at leaderlife.com.